Welcome back to the Keep Calm and Defibrillate podcast. This is the second episode about developing an environment of kindness in the emergency department in urgent care. This episode is the science of NICE 2. Stay tuned. Welcome to the podcast, Keep Calm and Defibrillate. This episode is entitled, The Science of NICE 2. If you haven't listened to part one, please do. In The Science of NICE 1, we discussed the decline of civility in our society. We talked about why people are mean, confrontational, bullying, and just plain rude at work. Although it should be obvious that being nice should make work easier, it's often not the actual atmosphere in many workplaces, and medical care workers appear to frequently be bad at maintaining a positive work dynamic. Dave, tell us a bit about the fundamentals of changing this situation. Well, I I want to talk just briefly about uh, there is a course online that you can get that's uh, free. Uh, I don't know when the next date is that it's offered, but it's uh, through EDX, uh, that's just the letters EDX, uh, and they have a, a multitude of courses there that actually are, are pretty phenomenal. Um, but one of them is uh, the Foundations of Happiness at Work, and it basically was done by the Greater Good Science Center at Berkeley, uh, and uh, they actually have a lot of online resources as well in an online letter that you can get uh, on a regular basis, and they actually have a podcast themselves uh, on how to be happier. I can refer you to them, but in the Foundations of Happiness at Work, they talked about having uh, what they refer to, to as, as PERK, P-E-R-K, and the P stands for Purpose. Workers need a sense of why they're doing what they're doing. And certainly uh, in, in what we do, uh, our purpose is, is, is really almost a divine calling. I mean, the fact that we can save lives and lessen people's suffering is uh, a, a, a purpose that is something that you can wake up every morning and feel good about. Uh, engagement is having everybody... Uh, involved in the way work is being done, uh, hopefully including mission and having a clear mission of what it is you're going to do. Um, and here, basically having everybody having their oars in the water, uh, rowing in the same direction. Uh, resilience uh, is the R. Uh, that is basically everyone having a stake in a smooth function, including conflict resolution and handling unusual work situations such as surges, which certainly in, in, in emergency departments and urgent cares, we have to deal with that on a regular basis and how can we improve resilience. We'll talk in a later podcast. And, and what we're going to talk about now, uh, now is the kindness aspect, maintaining positive interactions, civility, gentle handling of criticism, how we treat each other. Uh one of the things that uh, you mentioned earlier in the part one of this uh, podcast was uh, Christine Porth's Mastering Civility, a Manifesto for the Workplace. I think one of the things uh, when we're talking about civility, when we're talking about kindness, is is what basically is kindness. We talked about rudeness in part one, and it's kind of the negative pole, and kindness is the positive pole uh, to counteract that. Uh, we want to try to make uh, through education uh, we want to make kindness the norm uh, we don't want 
rudeness or indifference uh, to be the norm in the in the medical workplace. And we'd like to discuss now some of the nuts and bolts ways of incorporating kindness uh, in our workplace, of making the team function as a unit uh, in terms of uh, kindness to each other and to the uh, public uh, with whom we deal. Uh, first, let's talk about sharing resources. And what I'm talking about here is that we all have in our toolbox of ways of dealing with people uh, very similar mechanisms uh, from one team member to another, regardless of their actual job description, uh, ways of dealing with uh, each other and dealing with the public. And I think that if we share that resource and we're doing it all in a similar fashion, that we're going to come across as a, we're competent and we know what we're doing uh, because everyone's on the same page, and uh, B, that it is going to ensure that the visits to the emergency department and urgent cares, which are always fraught with uh, some anxiety by the people, they're afraid that something bad is going on with them, uh, that we can calm them and uh, reassure them uh, that their situation is being handled uh, because of the fact that we're all uh, doing it from a similar perspective. Uh, type of base uh, I, I think the other thing is we need to we need to make sure that we create an environment where we share recognition as well uh, where basically uh, we you know long ago I remember you saying that that basically it's about developing a story in the emergency department when when the patient arrives it's it's creating a story in which we can figure out what's going on and and certainly from the triage you know th there are nurses who when they write the triage notes basically i don't have to do any work because they've gotten they've done such a wonderful job drawing out all of the facts of the of the patient's visit that there's very very little work for me to do and it's very important for me to make sure that I both give that individual recognition to the patient and their family and make sure that I address what a fabulous job that RN had done prior to my uh, picking up the chart that was going to make their visit uh, much better, uh, that, that sharing of that recognition. And basically when uh, another provider has given you information that helps you uh, crack the puzzle that the patient's visit is, uh, making sure that you widely thank them and make sure that uh, they feel uh, that, that, that they're recognized for what they have done. Uh, and, and basically, I think even recognition goes to the simple thing of uh, when somebody is cleaning your workspace uh, and making it a cleaner environment because none of us likes to work in, in a dirty environment. And I, I try to make it a point to thank housekeeping when they're emptying my trash or wiping down my space. You know, that kind of recognition goes a long way in, in creating an atmosphere where, where people feel valued, which is crucial in healthcare. Absolutely. And this goes uh, again to the next core cog in the wheel of uh, sharing gratitude, of thanking uh, people publicly in front of uh, other workers, in front of the, uh, the patients. Thank you, nurse, uh, for uh, doing such a good job with that. And I think that this goes a long way also uh, to uh, improving uh, the perception 
uh, in the public's mind of our competence as a team. Uh, if we uh, say to the uh, patient, uh, you're really lucky today that you have uh, this nurse uh, working with you. Uh, he or she is one of our best. And truly believing that, uh, that those people are excellent at what they do, and the patient is really lucky to have that person uh, here uh, today. Uh, saying that in front of uh, the other team members on a regular basis is essential uh, to improving uh, the overall team aspect uh, that, uh, that we do. Um, it's just like uh, uh, when the quarterback throws the touchdown pass, the uh, receiver uh, not only uh, high-fives the quarterback, he high-fives all of the blockers who kept the quarterback safe during that, that each of the team members had a job to do, and they did it well, and that's why it, uh, it functioned well. Yeah, the uh, science of gratitude is, I mean, we could probably do an entire podcast on that alone because it's 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 a crucial thing to have for healthcare well-being i mean having gratitude uh in your own life uh, as well uh but you know i i think it's a, it's a uh a, a very very powerful tool in creating a a stronger better team and also giving feedback uh i mean i i, I think it's important uh, to have uh, with that gratitude feedback to individuals uh, and, and I think there needs to be a feedback loop on on multiple things both good and bad of course you have to be careful about how you bring feedback that's negative to people I mean certainly that that's that's a that's a talk in and of itself on on how you can bring up the, the feedback of how things could have gone better certainly you don't want to be doing that in the nurses station uh, where anyone can hear other than the individual that you're giving that kind of feedback to. And feedback should be, as you mentioned, a loop. You should be expecting, uh, if you're going to give feedback to someone, that they can give feedback to you, uh, that they feel comfortable in this in the circumstance uh, to say, uh, you could have done that better this time. Uh, uh, I think that things uh, could have gone better or uh, positive feedback that when you did that, uh, you went out of your way to do something special. Uh, that was really appreciated, and uh, that's the type of situation that we want to happen here in this emergency department, in this urgent care. When you uh, went above and beyond, uh, as the old saying goes, when you go the extra mile, uh, there's not much traffic there. Yeah, okay. And why don't you talk a little bit about purpose? Uh I think the reason that we're doing this whole podcast series, and this one in particular uh, about kindness, is that we want to give people the idea that regardless, again, of what your job description is, whether you are uh, in the front office uh, checking the patient's uh, insurance records and uh, getting their demographics, if you are the MA who's uh, rooming the patient, getting their vital signs, if you are the uh, physician, the physician assistant, the nurse practitioner, the provider uh, who's seeing the patient, uh, or again, if you are the person cleaning up in the uh, department at the time, that you all have a sense of purpose of what is our mission here, what is it we're trying to accomplish, and how do we want this 
to go uh, on a routine basis uh, to each and every patient and each and every family uh, member of the patients uh, who accompany them. I think that if we share this purpose, if we share this mission, if we share our goals, uh, that this is going to uh, ensure that we are more likely uh, to do it in uh, just this manner of kindness, civility, and gentleness uh, that we want uh, to incorporate in our mission uh, uh, as healthcare workers. Yeah, okay, you, you also put in a note here about it's best incorporated from the top down, uh, and I think that's, that's absolutely true. Uh, that, that's got to be from the doctors to the nurses, the nurses to the medics, uh, the medics to the aides. I mean, everybody has to have a, a sense of this going on. And I, I will bring up one thing that we'll probably do another podcast about uh, some of the science of of how communications need to happen. But, you know, uh, I mean, a lot of us are people with a glass uh, half full and some of us are people that that the, the glass is 10 percent empty uh, uh, individuals and, and it's really important I think that that uh, people get the the mindset that you have to be on the lookout for positive things that are happening I mean one for one thing that's healthier for you it's much healthier for you but there's been a lot of studies I mean Barbara Fredrickson uh, uh, wrote a book on on positivity and she's a positive psychology researcher uh, and she uh, uh, and a guy named Lasada basically came up with a, a, a ratio of three to one. So if you're interacting with somebody, you basically want for a successful organizations, they kind of showed uh, that successful organizations have a positive to negative ratio of communications of three to one. So for every criticism you have, you better have three nice things that, that you say for a uh, a corporate organization to function well, be it an urgent care center, emergency department, or anywhere throughout the hospital. And, it, and, and the important note with this one is don't take that home uh, because uh, she also talks about uh, in a marriage, uh, if there's less than five to one positive to negative, uh, it's highly predictive of divorce. Uh, so the three to one ratio is, is good for work. Uh, interestingly, the, she also brings up that when you get more than 10 to one, uh, that actually uh, uh, starts to predict negative behavior, probably because uh, there's a lot of falseness in that uh, in, in the praise that you're giving somebody when you're getting that high. But certainly, we want to make sure that that we we extend kindness to people uh, in a three to one ratio. Uh, so you're saying that people should be getting uh, trophies for uh, their good works, but they don't deserve uh, participation trophies for every day that they uh, that they didn't stay home. Yeah, uh, I think that this whole thing that we're trying to point out here is an atmosphere, an environment of inclusion, of team building, of kindness uh, that goes throughout the team. Uh, unfortunately, in many situations, we're dealing with a situation that is already set up. There's already a team there, and it's already negative. And we'd like to point out that sometimes it takes only one or two people who have an attitude of kindness and are a bright, positive, shining star uh, to change the, the circumstances in that workplace. 
Yeah, we, we had one nurse practitioner. We we would we were uh, medical directors for a while for an urgent care chain, and and uh, we would have a location that the feedback was coming back that uh, it wasn't a very positive uh, uh, clinic. Uh, and what we would do is we would send uh, uh, a certain nurse practitioner there who was basically just a, a bright shining light uh, everywhere he went. He just was high energy, positive guy. Uh, and we would send them there and, 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 and it would actually transform the place. I mean, you know, a couple of weeks later, it, 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 would, it would persist after he had left that, that he made them realize that work should be enjoyable. Uh, people ought to enjoy each other's company. Uh, people ought to be very positive with each, each other and, and try to have a little fun when you're at work. I mean, obviously, in a cardiac arrest, you're not going to be uh, laughing and joking, but, but you ought to have uh, – the cardiac arrest is that very rare patient. Uh, uh, most of the time, you can actually have fun with patients and, and have a level of kindness to them uh, to make them feel like uh, uh, they're a welcome visitor in, in your establishment. Absolutely. And so uh, that one or two shining star uh, individuals uh, in a team can uh, make the difference. Uh, One of the things that we would like to do is to let everybody know uh, that if you consider yourself kind, gentle, civil, and that you practice this, you're going to be one of those shining stars. Uh, In wrapping up, Uh, Christine Porath, uh, who uh, wrote the Mastering Civility, a Manifesto for the Workplace, uh, uh, gives this quote, be brave, try civility on. My bet is that others will like it, and so will you. Mm -hmm.